Guess what? We got a birthday coming up, y'all. Reagan uh, is turning 23 on Monday. Uh, which we'll be here on Monday to celebrate yeah. Reagan's birthday. Yeah. But he's here celebrating. We went out to eat tonight. It was fun. Yeah, man. Went and got me some good food. Uh, you know I like to eat good food. <laughs> no, I love to eat good food. Um, yeah, turning 23 every single Thinking year, Zach. Oof. Every year. Every, Every year. year. <laughs> My birthday falls on the weekend <laughs> of the LSU-Alabama game. Which hasn't been great. In recent history, hasn't been great. Uh, 2019 was the best birthday gift I could have ever had. Yeah. To and go in. Into Christmas. Oh, man. It was a Christmas gift. It was a. It was the gift that kept uh, on giving. Um, but unfortunately, uh, that doesn't happen every year. Um, and I've suffered many birthdays, sad and depressed, crying and consoling myself in a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> 2012 was probably the worst. Yeah. 2018 was pretty rough. 2018 was pretty the rough. hype of that build to that game. And then go twenty nine to nothing. Yeah, that was zip. Rough. That was brutal. That was brutal. Twenty sixteen was bad too because that was a really close game. And then in the fourth quarter, Bama finally breaks free and gets ten points. Twenty twelve, the TJ Yeldon. Twenty twelve was TJ Yeldon. Oh man. Twenty twenty sixteen was nobody scored until the fourth quarter, and the Bama scored a touchdown. And I think there was wasn't there like a, I think if I recall correctly. Y'all, if you're on the comments, help us out. I think there was like a bad call. And I also will never forget the Pat P interception. Yes. That's exactly what, what I'm going What year was that? Was that 2008? I think it was 2008. I will never forget that. One of the most blatantly missed calls. How in the world, number one, do you not make the call on the field? I can I can I can get that. How do you review that and still and still don't get it right? Yeah, that was bad. The turf. You can see it. The turf it's like was a whole inch up. It's like a whole inch of from green. his cleat. Yeah, that's bad. It was horrible. It was a oh, I hate Alabama. I hate them. Yeah, we, we shouldn't have them. started like this. Yeah. Why do we recap it? I hate them. <laughs> Just reminded you're me. the one who brought it up. I try to make it positive with like it's Reagan's birthday weekend, but this is the reality Excite. of my birthday. Yeah, unfortunately, it's the reality. <laughs> but hey, maybe different this year. 
be different this year. I got a positive outlook on it. I really do. I, I do. And I'll, I, we'll get to that. Um, but, man, yeah, every birthday I have to suffer through a Bama game. <laughs> Sometimes it is exactly on my birthday. Yeah. Like the, was day. the last time it was exact. Do you remember the last time it was exactly on your birthday? Right, I don't. We'll have, to look it up. we'll have to figure it out. November seventh is my actual birthday for those uh, who who do not know. Monday, Monday. Uh, Zach, I, I wanted to say in my absence, I apologize. By the way, uh, I mean, just a reminder, I, I am in college and uh, we're kind of bottlenecking down to the last, you know, few weeks of school and. It gets a bit a good bit hectic at times. Understandable. Uh, so uh, I had to accuse my, excuse myself from uh, the the show earlier this week, but glad to be back. I hate to miss, but uh, it is what it is sometimes. Oh, so 2020. 2020 was my Which birthday. Which is when we got absolutely destroyed. Yeah. It was like fifty something to three. That's true. That's true. Or no, it was like fifty five to seventeen. It was really bad. It was really bad. Last year was pretty surprising, though. Last year was so surprising. It was very surprising because <laughs> LSU did not have a great team. They, oh, we in fact, bad. they, in fact, we, we started bad. walk-ons. We Pig, started walk-ons. Pig Cage had Pig a Cage, game, bro. Pig, Pig Cage, Cage was a starting defensive back, and we strip sack Bryce, and Young. we almost beat him, bro, in Tuscaloosa. You think back with the better the, team to the TDP fumble. Had. Yeah, at the opening of the second half last year. Think about the strip sack from Cam Lewis that gave you the ball in their territory. You were down 20 to 14 with three minutes left. Yeah, that's brutal. You held them to six yards rushing last year. Six in Tuscaloosa. Jameer I wanted Gibbs, that game Jameer so Gibbs, bad. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if Jameer Gibbs allows that to happen this year. Nah, probably not. Probably not. Alabama's offensive line really was a was a problem last year. It was a big problem last year. I mean, I will say that the the and we'll talk about this, but the interior of their offensive line is questionable sometimes this year. But last year it was a problem. Yeah. It was a problem. I mean, we Pig Cage, Cam Lewis was out there wreaking havoc. We were getting pressure to Bryce Young all game long. That's why we stayed in it. I mean, we just, we stayed in it. Um, so. And they had all of them incredible receivers. Dwight McLaughlin had a heck of a game. Yeah, he did. He had a great game. It was a good time. Flot had a great game. Even in the loss, you were like, "Well, no, Flot was Flot may have been hurt." You went away from that game last year, like, "Wow, what just like happened? we didn't win, but it felt like a win." Yeah, that was. I mean, that was like a. If you take a moral victory, it's a moral victory. It's, yeah, Matt. I mean, it sucked because you know you you go through the fingertips there to to lose, yeah. but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. All right. This year. So, in other news, Zach, um, and what we'll get to, obviously, we're going to do a, a, a big preview here uh, in next segment of the of the Bama um, LSU game tomorrow, primetime Death Valley. I'm so looking forward to it, uh, and I'm so jealous of our boy Bobby, who's going to be Going. in attendance. In attendance, the producer in attendance to the game. Um. So jealous of him. Uh, he's going to be there to watch it unfold. Um, I hope he gets to celebrate being there. I hope it doesn't I hope feel like a waste it. of money. Yeah. Um, like the Florida State game. Yeah. 
don't know, the Florida State game may have not been a waste of money. It just it was it a was great a game. game. Yeah, it was like a great the game, game was nuts. Yeah, I will say for about three quarters, it didn't feel like a great game. <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty drab game there for a while. It was pretty bleak. It ended good though, but it ended pretty. It ended good. Well, it, it didn't. Ended it good. didn't end good, but it was. It was for college football fans. It was an amazing game, fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. Not for LSU fans. Yeah. So, I mean, I you wish you could have that back. Am I late? Am I late? Get over, baby. Am I late? Oh Lord, this is. I'm late. I'm so sorry. Hey, baby. Hey. I heard all about you. You're, you're cute. What is happening? I do not know what's happening right now. Okay. Oh my God! Oh my Lord! Yeah, I heard, I'm supposed to be a guest on the Tigers Avenue podcast tonight. Is this it? I mean, I got my nails done, you, and, you, and I got my hair done for it. I'm so excited! I got, I'm currently, currently losing followers I, and viewers at I the current moment. I don't. I don't know what to say right now. I, well, I mean, I'm by you, Mingo Bertha. Uh-huh. And I'm here to tell y'all real bad. We are losing viewers you at say, the current moment. Did what? you say, did you say, by you, Bertha? Uh, my name is by you, Bertha. Oh, by, by you, Bertha. The door was locked and he broke in. By you, Bertha. We, just, we just literally locked in. the door. see that? We what? Literally, we literally locked what? the door. What do you... What what do you? Came here with big news. What's the big news, Big Bertha? Bye bye, you Bertha. Y'all know I got connections. (laughs) You got connections. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh lord! When I was out on Halloween night. Oh my god! This is so bad. You know, it was it was Nick Saban's birthday. You know, it was Nick Saban's birthday. It was on Halloween night. Seventy-one years old. Only the devil's birthday is on Halloween night. <laughs> That's when the voodoo happens. I've been around for a long time, oh, and, and uh, I went out to this. Uh, oh my! I'm texting place. mother right now. I'm I'm gonna I, tell her I please to meet your this, husband. This place. Oh to, boy! To eat with a friend for Halloween, and Nick Saban was there. Uh huh. And I went over to him, and I'm saying, "I buy you, Bertha," uh-huh. and y'all are playing my team. This. This coming Saturday. I have texted my mother. So, anyway, I sat down with him and he said, Excuse me, ma'am, I didn't invite you to sit down. I said, I don't care what you think of oh, me. I know how old you are now and gosh. I know the truth about you. Just admit it. This is such a long conversation. Admit it. And I just got, I came on here to tell y'all so y'all can do some more research. And then I'll get out of y'all's way. We'll do some more research on that. Well, well. Okay, well, here's what Look. I said to I got him to admit it. Okay. I said, look, I went back in the archives online and I found the archives out, online. I found out that the devil's wife birthed you, Nick Saban. You oh. have a deal with the devil. Nick he Saban has a deal, has with, a the deal with the devil. Yes, and he admitted that he was going that night to like poke himself and shed some blood and oh, <laughs> renew his deal with the devil. Oh wow. Oh, my. So he sold his soul. Yeah, so, so, so oh, devil. my. And that's why he was born on Halloween. He's the devil. 
tonight that's why he wins all those championships he is the devil's child saving satan First of all, all right. Uh, Are you Bertha, everybody? I'm gonna apologize. <laughs> oh my! I don't know what just happened. All we, right, Are you Bertha? We lost so many viewers in that current moment. All right. Well, <laughs> according per sources, sources per, per sources, Nick Saban is the devil. Nick Saban is yeah, the devil's the child. Devil. And, or, or, or he's the devil's wife. Well, he's child? the devil. He's the devil's child, and he's also, at the same time, has a deal with his father. I guess. I, I guess sold his soul to win all these championships. Lord Jesus, help me! All right, uh, where were uh, we? I need to get better locks. <laughs> I think he just picked the lock. He did just pick. He the picked lock. the lock. Literally he picked the lock. So for those of you that. Um, I didn't oh hear my. that. That was our father. <laughs> um, interesting. We were. I think I was about to start the recruiting conversation. Yeah, we were close. We were close to starting the recruiting uh, conversation. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of editing to do tonight. That is for sure. <laughs> well, uh, in other news, thank you, Big Bertha. Big Bertha. <laughs> Bye, you Bertha. Bye, you Bertha. I just think Big Bertha. That's where it goes. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was so bad. Big day uh, in LSU's football recruiting, or few days. Uh, DJ Chester yesterday. Uh, golly, I can't get that out of I don't mind. even know how to recover from that. We can't recover. Um, DJ Chester commits offensive tackle uh, out of the state of Georgia, big-time recruit. Uh, I mean, man, how about – how about Brad Davis putting together a a very solid offensive line so far in this recruiting class? Yeah. Tyree Adams. Tyree Adams, Zalance Hurd, Hurd. Mm -hmm. Paul Mubinga, and now DJ Chester. Two out of Georgia, two out of Louisiana. I mean, great uh, uh, pickup. And then the big one was today. Yeah. The future. The shocker. The future. Uh, breaking news from today, this morning, early this morning, Colin Hurley out of the 2025 class uh, reclassifies to the 24 class. The number two quarterback in the country for his class. You know, we'll see how it pans out now with the um, – we'll see how it now pans out uh, with the 24 class. But a massive recruit, a five-star quarterback – reclassifies and pledges his allegiance to LSU, a massive pickup for the Tigers. And, Zach, there is a big haul of players, big-time players, that are going to be in Tiger Stadium this weekend. Yeah. It's a big recruiting weekend for LSU for sure. Can you imagine how much the dividends if LSU is able to win in Tiger oh. Stadium? Uh, I mean, you remember 2019 when they won. They were literally going to the recruiting section. 
uh, in Tuscaloosa and like telling the recruits to come to yeah. LSU. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Like this is one of those moments. Like you beat Bama, you go to the recruiting section, entire stadium, <laughs> come and, here, and you're like, hey, yeah. this is what we're about. But um, I gotta be honest, Reagan. I 2025 is a ways out, and I sure was not paying attention to 2025 recruits. No, I mean, we got – you know, we were getting the crystal balls from – I know, I think uh, – is it Wilt Fong? Wilt, uh, yeah. Steve Wilt Fong, I know, released the crystal ball, and you're like, okay. Cool. You're like, I mean, that's great. He's a five-star quarterback, big-time recruit. But it's like but years like, from now. <laughs> he's a sophomore. Yeah. He's a sophomore in high school. But I mean, now I mean, now he's a junior. He's reclassified, and he, his senior year's next year. Yep. So um, it was big news, and, and obviously they knew something we didn't know. Something was going down. Uh, Joe Sloan, hats off to you and Brian Kelly for getting the job done. Obviously, I mean, they took care of you know this bye weekend. They 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 did some business. I mean, yeah. Uh, you you uh, take take a recruiting opportunity uh, in the bye week. Uh, the bye week to go and, you know, meet a bunch of guys. I know Brian Kelly said he made a focus of, you know, staying in touch with some uh, already committed guys. Uh, You saw, um, oh, man, who was it? I believe it was Robert Steeple. Robert Steeples. Uh, It was either Kerry Cooks or Steeples, and Matt House, you know, went out and saw Ryan Yates. Ryan Yates also kind of closed his recruitment down. Yep. Uh, so recruiting's going very well for LSU, and currently, uh, LSU. Oh Lord, Bayou Bertha was amazing. <laughs> I, I'm sure you would say that. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Um, I'm getting better locks next time. <laughs> so, where was I? Oh, Ryan Yates, and okay, recruiting. the recruiting. Don't let, don't let Bayou Bertha mess you up again. Oh gosh, Big Bertha, Big Bertha. Uh, so. You're sitting at the top in the in the top four now for the class of 23 with the commitment of DJ Chester. Yeah, you're working on another top four class and you're not in done. 24. You, you, they're not done. You know, you got guys this weekend, uh, massive secondary recruits. Desmond Ricks, yes, who reclassified is here this weekend. Committing in December. Committing December 23rd. Bama, Florida, LSU are his final three. Taviano. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. Javen Taviano. Uh, he's here this weekend. Another big-time secondary uh, player. And, which LSU uh, needs right now. Which LSU needs. He's 2023 class and seems to be an LSU lean. Uh, uh, you go look on those sites. I think 247 has him 100% LSU lean. First of all. Uh, yeah. So, the recruiting is continuing to do very well. Those who – Claim and say that you know Brian Kelly can't recruit. Uh, who was that Driscoll guy who went on Crane yeah. and Co. and said he or, or, or a Preston guy show too and said he won't be able to recruit the way he needs to? Guy LSU recruits itself, and Brian Kelly has taken that and ran with it, yeah. And and we're doing very well, uh, doing very well. Um, uh, in this class, he's already shut him up. The next two and he's classes, just continuing to shut him up. I mean, you look at these classes, and they're chock full of of big time talent. Uh, I mean, I mean, great players. Um, I, I I honestly think Shelton Sampson and Jalen Brown should Gosh. still be five stars. 
The fact that they're not water is, you still. Yeah, it, the fact that they're not uh, is absurd. But anyways, they got the LSU uh, dump. Yeah, yeah, not bump, like, not the Bama bump. The LSU dump. like <laughs> like Jalen Brown commits. All of a sudden, he's not Boom, a five four star. star. Shelton Simpson commits. Boom, all of a sudden, he's star. not a five. Like it's just. Right, Walker like, Howard, Walker Howard, and Will Campbell commit. Boom, four star. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Stupid. okay, like okay, bump the brakes a little bit. Um, so Brian Kelly has continued to to kill it recruiting wise, and uh, I, I don't think he's quite done yet. Um, no. So really excited for what he's building. You you uh, the trenches look amazing. You know, I mean. We saw the hall of defensive linemen he brought in this past summer. Now you have four big boys on the offensive line uh, coming in. You win the SEC at the line of scrimmage. Sure. Um, and, and he's doing a wonderful yeah, job. Yeah, the future, the future of the offensive line looks very, very, good. very encouraging. The scrimmage line very good. Uh, on both sides is, is looking very talented and loaded, uh, even still. So, uh, continue to keep your eye out for for recruiting. Don't go to sleep on it yet. Um, I don't think we're quite done, and I think we're going to finish out a really good class this year. So, all right, that's recruiting news. Big guys here this weekend to watch this big game. Recruiting in Bayou Bertha. Recruiting in Bayou Bertha, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. If, you, if you're just now joining us, or if you're joining us <laughs> – and you heard the recruiting part, but you didn't hear the beginning. It's okay. You don't have to. You, you, we, we tell you to rewind and go back. You don't have to. <laughs> just just skip it. Um, <laughs> just skip the beginning. <laughs> so, uh, it's preview time. It's preview time. I'm excited. <coughs> Usually, I'm not excited for Alabama games. Usually, I'm not excited. Well, based, <clears throat> I got something in my throat. I'm about to start coughing. You're like, what happened to me the other day? Remember, I about, I about died. Yeah, on, I about died on the pot. Not really, but <clears throat> no. I think I, I think I got it under control. I'm good. <laughs> Based on our previous conversation about having to endure Bama games every year on my birthday weekend, um, yep, we got another one tomorrow, and it's a big one. Top ten, top ten matchup in Death Valley, prime time kickoff, ESPN. I am really looking forward to this game. I'm pumped about it. Brian Kelly's first matchup against Nick Saban as an LSU uh, Tiger. Obviously, his past two uh, against Nick Saban and, and Notre Dame didn't go so well for him. Um, I would say he's got a little bit more talent. For but, sure. Uh, a little bit more <clears throat> of the ability to beat a team like Alabama. And if you're a Bama fan and you're thinking, oh, this is Brian Kelly, we got it. Come on. Yeah, let, let's you got to look at the talent difference. And that's what we've talked about. That's the whole reason uh Brian, a guy like Brian Kelly makes that move. Um, very reason. And and for the goal of the game itself to play in the SEC West. Yeah. I mean, the talent LSU has, the ability to win championships, the ability to compete in the SEC West, this is the epitome. The epitome of why Brian Kelly came. Primetime Death Valley against Alabama and Nick Saban. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, but we need to talk, I guess, a little in-depth about it. 
Uh, Zach, what are your initial thoughts? Initial thoughts for tomorrow's game. So my first initial thoughts, and I said this on the show on Monday, but I'll say it here again for our new viewers, for our viewers that weren't able to view the show or listen uh, to the Monday podcast. I feel confident going into this game. Like I'm, I'm excited about this matchup. Um, not because I just think like LSU is going to come out here and just win and blow them out or whatever. Nothing like that. But for the first time in a long time, we have an LSU football team with an LSU roster and all the talent that's on it coached by a good head football coach that's competent, knows how to run a program, knows how to adjust in-game, has yeah. coordinators that know how to adjust in-game very, very well and have proven that this year. So I, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, you're playing an Alabama team that, yes, they are Alabama, and that's one of the points that we do have to realize as, as LSU fans. I think there's a lot of LSU fans that may be a little too overconfident about this game. Listen, so, it's yeah. Bama. It's Bama. It's Nick Saban. This is going to be a nail-biter to the end, in my opinion. But this is an Alabama team that has struggled a lot this season, uh, and specifically on the on road, the road yes. which everybody has talked about. I know a lot of a lot of people previewing this game have talked about that. But, I mean, they almost lost to Texas, and Texas is not a great football team. I mean, they're a good football team. They're not a great football team. I think they're better than – I mean, they played several games without – Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. I think they're a better team than people realize. They're a better, t- better team than people re- realize, but you almost lost to Texas. You should have lost to Texas. You lost. If Quinn team. Ewers is in the game, you lose to Texas. Um, you almost lost to Texas A&M in Tuscaloosa, yeah. and Texas A&M is trash. Well, I mean, Regular. people are going to refute that. The Bryce Young was not, did not play in that game. Yes, I understand that. Bryce Young went in the game. The young quarterback made a lot of mistakes. Other thing is Bryce Young hasn't been fully 100% this entire season. I don't even know if he's technically considered 100% now, but yeah, I don't know if he's even been I don't even know I don't even know if he's fully 100%. So there's also that you do not have the wide receiver talent that you've had. Like I mean, Agreed, yeah. I mean, I can go back to like Julio Jones thinking of and, and just start naming Amari guys. Cooper. Yeah, that are just that were just studs. I mean, last uh, year yeah, last year Jerry Judy. Uh, well, last that was two year years ago. Say, but Devo- you had uh, Williamson and Jamison Williams Mechie. and Mechie. Yeah, uh, and in the past you had Devonte Smith, Jalen Waddle, um, Jerry Judy. Like yeah. you had a ton, like ton of great, great football players, yeah. great wide receivers, and they've got talent there, but it hasn't shown as much as you would expect for Alabama receivers to to show out. Yeah, yeah. and so there's a lot of things coming in this game where I'm like, I I feel more confident because a there's a there's a lack in the execution for Alabama. I think the talent's for sure there. It's always yeah. there. Yeah, it's but always there's there. a lack in execution there for Alabama this year, like last year as well. But there's also a confidence around LSU right now. Yeah, that is very encouraging. Um. You come off the two last games where they've they scored almost a hundred points combined, almost, and 
your quarterback threw for uh, – not threw, but he, he's recorded 11 total touchdowns uh, through the air and on the ground. So, you have a team that's hot right now. They're confident right now. And you have a team in Alabama that's questioning, uh, you know, kind of their identity, I think, a little bit. Uh, and it's November. Like, we're in November, and Alabama's still trying to figure some things out. Yeah. And that bodes very well for LSU on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, to your receiver point, you know, they went um, – you know, they lost their guys last year. I mean, you, you lost some major uh, – I mean, they lost big-time receivers, like all of them, except for Latu. They're tied in. Yeah. Uh, so they had to go to the portal and replace and, and, and fill the spot. Um, and Burton, uh, the dude from Louisville, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name – you know, the guys that they expected to be their guys haven't been it. Kobe Prentice has been their best wide receiver. I, I would Outside say Isaiah Bond, too. Yeah. But those are like those are guys they're turning to who are very young. Isaiah, Isaiah Bond is a true freshman. Yeah. Um, so I can't remember. Is Prentice the is the is he the Louisville guy or is he a freshman too? I'm drawing I think Kobe here. Prentice is one of the younger guys too. But they're having to rely on very young receivers to uh, for their their passing game, and that has been very evident. I mean, for the first few weeks, they could not throw the ball. They could not throw the ball very well. Um, and they're finally kind of finding it now. They're, they're starting to uh, – uh, the passing game's coming together with guys like Prentice and, and Isaiah Bond. Um, the guy I am so worried about, is um Latu. Yeah, Cameron Latu. He's a mismatch nightmare. He's a mismatch, and Bryce Young loves Latu. Yeah. Uh when there's pressure on Bryce, when the pocket collapses, Latu is his bailout. And he's good. Um he's just get out of jail free car. Yeah, he he really is. And, and he can put a hurting on on some defenses if if you're not um if the play lasts too long, if you, you know, the play breaks down, the quarterback starts scrambling, Latu just continually seems to find a place in the field somewhere, and Bryce Young just seems to find a way to get it to him. Yeah. Um, so that's a big factor in this game. I want to I wanted to point to in the receiving game. But you're right. The receiving game isn't what Bama isn't to the standard of what Bama is used to. Um and I think Bama fans would agree agree with that. Like I'm not just like trying to slight them because, you know, I'm an LSU fan. They're a Bama fan. That's just like my honest opinion about it. Uh, but Jameer Gibbs, oh, my Lord. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs. Um, he's their best player outside of Bryce Young. Outside of Bryce Young, he's the best player on the offense. Yeah. Uh, he can catch the ball out of the backfield and hurt you really bad. He can run the ball and hurt you really bad. Um, So he's going to be somebody you're going to have to have an answer for. Yeah. Um, because not many people have had an answer for him. I, I don't think anybody has had an answer for him at all. Um, he's a problem. Uh, defensively for Bama, um, the secondary has been solid, and with the return of Elias Ricks, it <laughs> it amps things. It seemed to you know improve. Uh, Elias Ricks, unfortunately, 
the former LSU Tiger, uh, is an elite talent. Whether we like him or not, whether we like the fact he left or not, you know, that's his own personal business. I don't personally hold anything against him uh, because, let's be real, his first two seasons at LSU were awful. Uh, maybe there were some things I have, you know, reserves about, but <laughs> the guy made a decision for himself. He's went somewhere else in the coaching change and the disaster that was the last two years. I don't blame him, but the dude's still good. And he looked really good against Will Rogers and Mississippi State. Kool-Aid McKinstry continues to be really good. He is one of the top uh, two guys in the SEC with the most snaps played without allowing a touchdown. Hadn't allowed a touchdown all year long. And then you talk about Alabama's defensive line. Will Anderson. Yeah. And your true freshman tackles. How is that going to look tomorrow night? Um, true freshman tackles against arguably the best defensive player, maybe – the best player in all of college football. It's going to be a scary matchup for them. Though, I think for the most part, Emory Jones and Will Campbell have answered the call. Um, They've been perfect. And oh, I wouldn't say perfect. No, I'm <laughs> saying, saying record-wise. Oh, yeah, together they're perfect. Knock on That's wood. true. Knock on wood, they're still undefeated. <laughs> that is true. That is a cool stat. When Emory Jones and Will Campbell play in a game together. And they start. And they, yeah, they start together. Correct. They're undefeated. We're five and zero. We're five and zero with them. Yeah. Um, we're so six and are we six and zero? We going into the Ole Miss game. They were four and zero. That right. stat popped up. That stat popped up during the Ole Miss game. So it's now five and zero. Uh, so yeah, man, I mean, maybe maybe they do. But man, talk about the experience they're getting uh, as true freshmen. They're, they're I mean, they're going to be elite lineman come junior year i mean you're gonna be so solid and reliable yeah uh come junior year uh speaking of offensive line garrett dellinger is out uh which we a lot of people we thought he would be back yeah and uh, he said he was pretty well healthy but like it's kind of fresh yeah so he didn't want to put him at risk and and in all honesty you're good. You, Miles you, you played well good with Miles Frazier and Bradford. Yeah, absolutely. The, the guard position, I think, has been really well. Hats off, I don't think Charles Turner is getting talked enough. He's not being talked enough about. Uh, Garrett Delinger obviously started the years in the center. Uh, they they kind of cross-trained him during the spring and the fall camp to do that. Um, you know, it, I don't think it was Garrett Dellinger that was a problem. I think they wanted to move Garrett Dellinger elsewhere to fix some other problems on the offensive line at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, Charles Turner would be your next guy. And he's done great. And, you know, he's the starter now. Uh, so I think a pretty big matchup in this game is our offensive line against Alabama's defensive line. I mean, they're big dude. Jaheim Otis out of Columbia, Mississippi is a monster. Yeah. Um, Will Anderson, obviously. And honestly, past that, I, I, don't, I don't know many names for them. But it's going to be a great matchup. Um, really excited to see how Brian Kelly does because, I mean, as LSU fans, like your goal is to beat Bama, get to the SEC Championship, and compete for national titles, right? Uh, and there is so much on the line for both teams. I mean, you win this game. If LSU wins this game, they are in sole possession of first place in the West. 
you are in the driver's seat. And you control to go to your own destiny. You can yes. Gosh. The feeling of controlling your own destiny makes it so much freer, I think, too. Uh, you can play more free. You can have, you know, it's a little less stress. Uh, so to win this game, oh, my goodness. And Brian Kelly's first year, it would be absolutely massive. Uh, I know you said, you know, like LSU's roster, you know, paired with a Brian Kelly type of coach. I mean, in all reality, guys, this – isn't quite what LSU can be roster wise. No, you're you're still not at a full 85. You know you're playing a bunch of transfers. Clearly, you want to build this team from your recruiting, uh, and they're they're starting to do that. And they they are. I mean, we talked about that. Uh, but you're 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 a team still full of transfers, and you finally here in the last few weeks kind of put it together, and they're gelling finally. You know, I mean, talk about Jaden Daniels coming from Arizona State, the struggles, you know, at the beginning of the year between him and the receivers. You had to grow that chemistry. You had to grow um, relationships, trust. Uh, and it seems like they got it now. Yeah. And it looks, it's been looking great. Um, another big news Jack Besh returns, John Emery returns for the Tigers. So, yeah, it's going to be really fun, Zach. It's going to be really fun. Um, Tomorrow night, the matchup is going to be huge. I guess we need to talk uh, matchups a little bit. Yeah, we can. You want to um, get to cut some comments before we do that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, but your wife's in here said, Happy birthday weekend, uh, Reagan. Thank you, love. Uh, we, Thank you, Miss Beth. Miss Beth Spiner's in respect. Shout Chap- out to Beth. Chapman, I should say. Uh, Shout she, out to Beth. She's happy Bam birthday. Bam a fan. Uh, roll Tide. Family friend. Unfortunately, yes. she said Roll Tide. Um, Brandon Reese, he said, if BK was to beat Saban and Bama tomorrow night, after saying he wants to beat him, that would be the ultimate flex, especially costing Saban a chance to go to the playoffs. Yeah, it would be. Oh, I mean, it would be amazing. The it's, national doubters would be shut up. Yeah, all the all the critics would definitely go away. For sure. For sure. He also said, man, I hope the offense and defense comes out firing on all cylinders. I wouldn't be surprised if Matt House calls blitzes all night. Hey, that worked last year versus yeah, it Bryce did. Young. It it worked. Did. I mean, they just blitzed. Pressure, pressure. They blitzed the crap out of them last year, and it worked. It worked for – I mean, if you'd had this year's offense and last year's defensive performance. Yeah, yeah. Six rushing yards? That's yeah. crazy. In Tuscaloosa. In Tuscaloosa. That's Ryan, wild. Ryan Thibodeau's here joining us. Appreciate you joining us, Ryan. He said, uh, BK and staff have this program ahead of schedule even with – a loss to Bama. I agree. I agree. And I, th- I told Zach this, and I wanted to say this. And Doug uh, says, what's up? What's up, Doug? What's up, Doug? I agree, uh, Ryan. Um, I am right there with you. Honestly, if we lose tomorrow, you want to win. But I'm not overly disappointed. I'm not. Because you are have put yourself on a path to be 9-3. and three. Yeah. And, and go win a bowl the, game. And, and after the games. Florida State loss, people were going, Seven five, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that we're here, and even if you lose tomorrow, you can still have a ten win season, is incredible. You are far ahead of schedule. I would say. I think I would expect this year. Like I was thinking, this is year two, Brian Kelly. Like you're going into this game fighting for a shot in Atlanta. 
you are the driver's seat in the driver's seat if you win this game. Yeah, it's huge. Um, Tyler Towns, by the way, said just needed a coaching staff last year and we get the W. Yeah, if you have this coaching staff, you win. Like, bro, you oh my gosh, you had the ball in the red zone with like a few minutes left in the game and they were down 20 to 14. If you score and hit the PAT, you're winning that game. I mean, you got to stop their offense, but you stopped it all night long. Yeah. They were they scored 20 points, Zach, in the first half. They didn't score the whole first second half. Yep. We went to the half down, what was it? 27. Yeah. Yes. So you gotta go stop if you score, you gotta go stop them one more time. And you you completely shut them out the entire first second half. You are definitely like a a competent coach calling. Offensive play <laughs> calling staff away from winning that game. Oh, Absolutely, Pete was calling that game. Good grief! Yeah, it was. It was, and they scored fourteen somehow. Uh, Brandon Reese said, "BK and LSU really don't have anything to lose from a national perspective." I agree. I I, I do. Um, PK is having a better first year than Fisher is in year five. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, a and M is three and five. Yeah, it's you are two games below five hundred. Like if you brutal. if you lose if you lose to Bama this Saturday, you got UAB. That's Ooh. already a win. That's seven, and then you got Arkansas on the road and a on the road. And I I really like LSU's chances in both of those. Games. It's brutal. You, oh my lord, talk about <laughs> you go from having the greatest recruiting class in history of recruiting. And you are three and five, brother. <laughs> you, A&M is the most lucrative school. Maybe them in Texas. Them in Texas are the most lucrative school. Well, I can't get it. There we go. <laughs> like, in all of college football. And you put a massive class together. Hats off to you. You used NIL and, and got the, you know, Pull in the big guns, and you are three and five, brother. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna tell you. Let good. me let me tell you, Zach. There are multiple, multiple billionaires. Three and five recruiting champions. <laughs> there are multiple billionaires, not million, billion with a B. Sitting in the suites at AM any given Saturday. You think they won't fire that man because of his buyout? AM could pay that buyout fourfold and not be hurting. It's <laughs> crazy. Billionaires. Jimbo better start winning. He better start winning fast because they will pay that buyout. I promise you. A&M will put the money together and they will buy him out. It's it's a tough time down in I, I think I think if he, you know if he repeats that, oh my gosh. Next year it is over. It will be over. Now we'll say oh man, what's his name? I, I didn't draw him like the freshman quarterback Heigman. What what Weigman? Weigman. Weigman. He looks pretty good. He looks to be like the most yeah, they're going to the use best, it. So I, he's going to be the guy moving forward, I think. I mean, he is the guy moving Which forward. Which makes me nervous for the LSU game because he may, you know, 
finally come to his own there. Maybe, maybe so, maybe so. But I mean, they gave Ole Miss for a run for their money last week. Yep. Uh, Ole Miss eventually pulled it off, but look, if he don't start putting it together, that's he's gonna be gone. I, I, I really do believe that the buyout is no issue uh, for A and M because it's not. It's just factually not a problem. They'll put the money together. Anyways, anyways, what Brian Kelly is doing with the, the the decimated roster to this after losing the first game the way he did, the constant, for whatever reason, disdain for him and hatred and uh, lack of trust in him, like all that flies out the window if he wins tomorrow. For sure. All of it. And there'll still be some naysayers, but if you win 10 games this you'll year, you'll shut up a lot of people. If you win 10 games this year, I think it goes out the window. You won 10 games. If you win 10 games this year, are you well out? It, well, Josh, you have Josh Heupel, but man, if you won 10 games this year, like you, you, you should be considered for national coach of the year. I agree. I, I mean, to, to Josh Heupel will did, probably Josh Heupel will win it, but I mean, he, he deserves he, it. He needs to be in, the, he deserves it. Yeah, he deserves Heupel it. deserves it. He does. I'm just saying, you at least need to be in the conversation. Yeah, he, he would be. I, I think he would be a finalist for it. Zach, what's the biggest matchup for this game? What's the key matchup? I I really think it's going to be LSU's offensive line versus their defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to be honest, and I've said this before, but their, their defensive line hasn't impressed me as much as I expected. Like, I mentioned this, like, I, I've, I've said this – Two times already, once on the show Monday and then once on Blake's show. Like, Will Anderson is a freak athlete. I'm not taking nothing away from that. Yeah. He's a first-round draft pick, period. But this year, yeah. he has not impressed me as much. It enough. hasn't been what last year It was. hasn't been yeah. what I expected. And there have been teams that have shut him down. Yeah. Shut him down. Yeah, they have. And, you know – I I have a lot of confidence in LSU's offensive line right now because of how they performed and they performed right. really really well. Yeah. Um. Question: Is this the best defensive you've seen? Bama's. Bama's. Is this the best defense you have seen? Yeah. I think I think it's debatable, but I would say yes. I, I, I think I, yeah, I think it's up for up for grabs. But I think from a talent perspective, but this is not. I don't think this is a defense that is like leaps and bounds better than any other defense you've seen. No, you're it's right. Not. No, it's not. It's so not. like, I understand it's Bama, yeah. but we're talking like we're not talking miles difference. We're talking like a couple steps different. Yeah, but better than some of these. T- the defenses. talent's there though. I mean, talent's talent. definitely there. Can they put it together this weekend? Um, but yeah, I definitely think the offensive line versus defensive line. If you if if the offensive line is able to hold up and give Jaden Daniels time, um, I think they're going to have success on that secondary because yeah. the secondary of Bama is a very and that's another matchup. But the reason I'm saying offensive versus defensive line because if they're able to get pressure on Jaden, then that's going to obviously Close limit. Problem. It's going to cause problems for the passing game, but if they're able to hold up, Jaden's going to have free roam to be able to pick apart the defense in the secondary. That's not not a great secondary for Alabama, um, and I, I, and I, I mean he's going to be able to run as well. I mean you're 
we haven't seen him not be able to, you know, yeah. just completely. No, no team's taking that away. No team has completely shut that down for Jaden. Except maybe Tennessee. Except, maybe ma- Tennessee. yeah, maybe Tennessee. But, I mean, he was scoring touchdown in that game running. Yeah. yeah. So, rushing the ball. So, guys, um, I think that's the biggest matchup when you look at L- LSU's offense, Bama's defense. When you go to Bama's defense versus their offense, um, I think it's got to be our linebackers versus their rushing attack. And obviously, Jamari Gibbs. Um, can Harold Perkins and Micah Baskerville, we know that they're able to play sideline to sideline, oh, and they're man. very fast. Yeah, man. Can they can they limit Jamari Gibbs enough to be able to force Bryce Young? And it's like force Bryce Young. <laughs> you know, he's obviously incredible. But Big time. Are, are you going to force – are you going to take away the running game where you're going to force Bryce Young and these receivers that have not been – performing very well to beat you. Because yeah. Bryce Young can beat Bryce Young can beat you. Can these receivers and Bryce, Bryce Young, Young beat, can beat you? you. Bryce, Young can beat Bryce Young can easily beat you. Can these receivers beat you Um, if you're able to limit Jamari Gibbs? So, I mean, it seems cliche, Reagan, but really it's going to come down to the lines of scrimmage this game. Uh, oh, always, always. It always does. Always. So, here's one thing that – oh, by the way – Side note, you, you mentioned Harold Perkins. It has been a like they have not been able schematically to get Harold Perkins and BJ Ojolari on the field at the same time because they've been playing the same role. So if you want Harold Perkins on the field, you gotta take BJ Ojolari off. Brian Kelly has alluded this week that we will probably most likely we will see BJ Ojolari. And Harold Perkins on, on the, the field, field at same the same time. time. Well, I guess I just That's haven't paid any close attention, Reagan. Has that not happened? No. Like whenever Perk's on the field, BJ's off. Yes. Yeah. If you see BJ and Perk on the field at the same time, oh, it's a problem. Oh my god, bro! The pass rush is coming. It's. I, I'm excited about that. That's a side note. Here's here's one big thing. I'm not gonna do a matchup. Just knocking everything down there. Here is uh, one big thing that has been a problem for Bama this year. This has got to be the most undisciplined team I have ever seen coached by Nick Saban. And they they seem to have cleaned it up against State against State two weeks ago. They seem to clean it up, but you were at home. You were at home against State. You're in Death Valley at night. This week, how yeah, and in big? Neyland they had seventeen, huh? And in Neyland they had seventeen. Yeah. Neyland they had seventeen penalties. How big of a factor are penalties going to be for Bama? If they it's massive, are, if they are penalized seventeen times, Zach, I think we win. Oh, LSU wins. LSU I think wins. LSU wins for sure. If you're penalized fifteen times, LSU wins. If LSU's in the ball game and L- and Bama's getting penalized like that, the the, the crowd is going to be freaking loud. It's gonna be deafening in there. Yeah, I really am curious to see if they will correct the mistakes in a hostile environment. Sure, you, can you correct it at home I, I, against Mississippi State? I'll give you that one. But last time you were in a hostile environment, you almost committed twenty penalties, and it cost you greatly. We'll see. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. 
it's going to be an exciting game, and I think it's going to be really close. But we need to hit a quick break, and we'll come back, hit some comments, and we will give you our tools for success for the Tigers tomorrow. We'll see you right back after this. Five-star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, everybody, back for our last segment here. Let's hit some quick comments, and then we'll get to it. Zach, what we got? What we got? Brennery said, I would blitz Young early and often. Agreed. Yeah, get him out of his mojo early. Uncomfortable. Make uncomfortable. him uncomfortable. Uh, get the crowd into it. Ryan yeah. Thibodeau said, uh, BJ and Perk are going to have to be LSU's version of Anderson and Turner. Yeah, I agree. I very much agree. Uh, he also said they're going to have to chip Anderson. Yeah, the running backs are going to come in critical. Yeah, uh, Brian Kelly. Pass blocking. I was kind of surprised he said this, but he straight up said you're going to use the tight ends and the running backs to chip Will Anderson this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, he tipped you his – What he was doing. His plan for that. So, can you execute? You're definitely going to have to do that for sure. Yep. Uh, Brandon Reese said beating him would make my year. It would make my year too, oh, honestly. Man. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, Ryan said Toa is a problem. Very true. Very true. He is. Uh, let's see. And then Brandon, we, we talked about this, but Brandon said we had him on the ropes last year with the depleted roster. Why not seal the deal this year? Do it, man. And I, I did, I did, I did want to say to, to comment on that, Brandon. Like this is a completely different year. You can't just go back and look at last year. Um, sure. Completely does, different. Does roster. Bama's? Holy cow. Does, yeah, completely different roster. A better roster. I, I know you're. Under, I understand people are like. Well, it's a better roster. You should win. Different game, different year, different coaches. It, different it just, game, it different just doesn't year, play out. Different like coaches. That. Yeah. You just completely. can't say that. You just can't make that comment. And then they're gonna go. Well, we have better coaches now. You you can't make the comment. <laughs> it, it's just not how it works. I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we need to we need to just focus on this year. This year's game, um, but I, but I will say, after seeing last year and, and factoring in all of those variables, it makes an LSU fan. See again, I try to. We be can real- do it. <laughs> I, I try to be a realist, you know, a realist, and 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 look at reality. And, and but yeah, when you look at those factors, it kind of makes the LSU fan come out come out and you just be like, yes, we're. I mean, we're gonna beat them. We're gonna we beat got them. a better team. Be- <laughs> we got better coaching. It's in. Uh, it's at Baton Rouge. Like, come. On. But we know all too well, LSU fans, that Bama. Um, has continually broken our hearts. Yeah. Time after time. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, it's it just is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, Reagan, you want to get some uh, TA tools yes. for success? Yes, my tools for success. Here's my tool for success. Just mentioned it. BJ Ojolari and Harold Perkins on the field at one time. Here is my, I don't know, I guess you call it a hot take, hot take prediction. Bryce Young is sacked at least three times. Ooh. Bryce Young is sacked at least three times. There's constant pressure. That is your key, one of the keys to the game. 
make him uncomfortable, get pressure after him. He's sacked three. My prediction, he's he's sacked three times tomorrow night. Wow. At least three. I, I would not be surprised if he sacked more. Give me three times. My other so well, I guess my, my tool is t- get pressure. Be cause pressure. pressure. Yes, I agree. My other key to success, I got two more. You cannot, and they're going to do it. Lord, they're going to do it. We know they're going to do it. (laughs) Father, forgive them. I know this is not how it goes, but we know they're going to do it. (laughs) Lord, we (laughs) You cannot start the game in a double-digit deficit every time and expect to come back. Okay, I disagree. Okay, stop. They have continually proven. They have continually proven this season that it does not matter if they get into a double-digit deficit. They can come back. This is Nick Saban. This is one of the premier programs and premier top teams this year. You got a slow start against Tennessee. You saw what happened in Death Valley. Yeah, but a lot of things happened in that game that did not go LSU's way. A couple balls bounced the right way for LSU, and you're in that game. You you directly aimed a gun at your foot and shot it. The ball bouncing, Zach, you shot yourself in the foot in that okay, game. Okay, but, like, the drop, I, I agree. Yes! You shot yourself. The but return. I don't, I don't think they're going to make those same mistakes. I, I don't game. either. I, I'm not talking about mistakes. I, I mean, you have allowed now three Power 5 schools some of them you've won. No, excuse me. Florida State. Florida State, Auburn, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. Four power and five. technically Florida. You're and down, Florida. I don't, I don't think you were down double digits to them, but. No, you never were down to. But, but you were down early. Four power five teams. You have started down double digits. Yeah. You can't do it against Bama. They'll put a chokehold on you. Yeah. And that will take the crowd out of it. Immediately. You cannot start slow. Now, physically, I don't think it's a physical thing. And Brian Kelly said that. He said it's we think it's completely as a coaching staff, he said we think it's completely mental. So they have changed some of their way of practice to try and prevent that. They would come into practice and it would be um, you know, like 20 minutes until they like contact like in practice. Now, like they changed practice. They went right out there and they got to hit like immediately. And so there, and also they, I think they've done some other mental exercises uh, for, you know, a preparation game uh, perspective. You just can't do that against Alabama. You cannot give them a double digit lead. You be the team to put a chokehold on this game, take control don't do the same thing over and over. Prove that you can correct your mistakes. Prove that you can, as a coaching staff, overcome that problem within your team. Put a chokehold on this game and dominate it. Your last key to success, tool for success. If you do that, Death Valley is back from the dead tomorrow night. Oh, gosh, can you imagine? Death Valley will be in peak Form tomorrow night. No empty seats. Loud the whole time. Make a difference with 
your stadium. That is the reason we call it Death Valley. It's the reason it's the most intimidating place to play at night. Make it a factor. Make it a problem for Alabama. Our, Zach, we cannot lie. Death Valley has been dead. Yeah, it's it's been angry. dead. Bring it back to life. Even in the stinking old Miss games, there's too many freaking empty seats. You beat a top 10 team by 25 points and you couldn't pack the stadium. Yeah, that's rough. Pack the stadium tomorrow and bring it back to freaking life. I'm tired of watching Death Valley like we know it should be. And it, it is subpar to what we know it can be. Be the Death Valley that you know you can be. Make it a factor. Well, speaking of that, Reagan, let's look at our poll. Because I know it's a sold-out game. So so currently, uh, we, put out, we put a confidence level. And the reason I ask this is because I wonder how confident this fan base is right now. And maybe that's a reason why we're seeing the outcome. Sure. of the attendance at the game, how confident they are in just LSU football in general. Um, so 8% say easy dub. <laughs> 77% say it's going to be a nail-biter. Yeah. And 15% say no shot we win. Now, listen, I, I, I knew that nail-biter would be – the biggest one. Sure. But I was curious to see the other two yeah, between yeah. easy dub and no shot we win. And still we have a bigger percentage under no shot we no win. Shot. Yeah. So there's still – this is what I wanted to get to with my TA tools for success. Those are my tools for success. Though. There, there is still a bam, Bama block, a mental block. Because this is Alabama. Change the narrative. Change the narrative. Take this. Take that mental block away that this is Bama. We've always lost to Bama. Not only for I, I don't I want not only the the fans to do this, but the team, the players, the coaches. Take that mental block away. This is another game, like any other game. I understand it's Bama. I understand. I understand. They're a really great team. This is gonna be the best team that you have played outside of Tennessee. Yeah. And it will be the best team that you have played outside of Tennessee this year. So take that middle block away and go out and execute. Have fun. The fans, and, and Reagan alluded to it, the stadium needs to be rocking. Absolutely rocking. Vintage Tiger Stadium. So come out, punch them in the mouth early. That's one of my two A tools. for Punch them in the mouth early. Do I believe that they can get out of it and come back if, yes. they, if they are down two touchdowns? I do. I believe it because they've proven it time and time again. I, I mean, I think they can too, but I don't want that to happen. We don't want it to happen. We don't want it to happen. But avoid that. <laughs> avoid that. Come on, punch them in the mouth early. Here's my other thing. The special teams so far in the last couple weeks. Oh, no. Sorry. Are we? I don't know. For our audio podcast listeners, we have we're knocking on wood. Major knock on wood. The last two weeks, the special teams have performed okay, not well, but okay. 
The coverage has been good against Ole Miss. The coverage better. The kickoff and punt coverage were good. Michael Clayton's done a fantastic job at fielding the punt. Um, I think even somebody put it. Let's see if somebody put it in there here. I think Brandon put it in here. Don't take the ball. (laughs) Defer. If you win the toss, defer. Brandon said somewhere here I have to find it, but he said, um, <laughs> just let it roll into the end zone on ball. Literally, on yes. I don't care if it rolls to the five yard line. I don't care. Just, just, just do not. You cannot turn the ball over this game. Do no. not turn the ball over this game. Um, my second TA tool for success, and this is a, uh, this is a little bit of a fan take slash sure, sure, sure. The, definitely the the fleshly LSU fan inside of me. <laughs> Somebody go up and moss freaking Elias Ricks. Somebody, awesome. somebody go up in and moss zone. Elias Ricks in the end zone. I want so bad, and I talked about this for a long time. I want so bad to make an edit, and it's a side by side of Jamar Chase, Moss and Diggs, and I don't care who it is: BTJ, Butte, Besh, Malik Neighbors. Somebody moss and Eli Durant Ricks, please. Somebody that's not a really tool for success. It's more like a wish. <laughs> That'd be a dream come true. It's more like a dream, dream come, come true. true. So um, but uh a lot of the same things that Reagan said, I have to agree with. Get pressure on the quarterback. You gotta make um, Bryce Young uncomfortable. And you gotta you have to you ha- yes, and you cannot allow him to settle in. To settle in, and you also can't allow him to just run around the backfield like go and go in berserk and buy time. Yeah. Because you're going to kill your defensive backfield. Oh, here comes Latu. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to kill your def- defensive backfield when they have to cover that long. You have to pressure him early, and you have to get him down early. So, I have to agree with that, Reagan. But I think we should probably give our picks and predictions. Yes, absolutely. Or our predictions, our, our game our game scores, what we, how we believe the outcome <sighs> is going to be, and call it a night. All right. I'll give you my prediction. All right. I don't bet against the Tigers. <laughs> well, I don't bet the Tigers, period. <laughs> I don't bet. I'm taking the Tigers, though. Every time, Death Valley at night, top 10 matchup, give me the Tigers. And give me the Tigers winning. Mm. Mm. Give me the Tigers 31 28. 31-28. 31-28. Give me the Tigers. I'm very close with you. LSU fans, specifically Balcony Bengals. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. In our picks, I have gone against the Tigers twice. I went against them when they played uh Tennessee. Maybe that you one go against them. Maybe you that one worked out for me. But that one worked out for me, and then I went against them in this one. It didn't work out for me. Sure, sure, sure. So, I think I'm going to go with – stick with LSU. I'm going to pick the Tigers because, A, I'm confident I'm confident in this game for LSU with it being at home, being a new era under Brian Kelly. But, B, I really don't want to uh, have to deal with the wrath of the balcony Bengals after the game <laughs> or, when my picks are, or, or when my picks are released. So it's it's a lose lose if you pick that. It's a lose lose. If, you, if if they if we win, boy, you're gonna hear it. If we lose, 
you're going to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lose-lose. So, Balcony Bengals, LSU fans, 35-31 Tigers. And I will release the picks late tonight yes, on sir. our on TigersAvenue.com. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, real quick, Zach. Is Tennessee or Georgia winning tomorrow? Tennessee. Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee all day. They're not, Georgia's not going to be able to keep Rocky up. Rocky Top will always be home, home sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Our pit. LCG. I'm not against it. I'm not against Jesus, it. Our pit. I'm not against it. All I'm, right. I'm uh, down for Tennessee to win the East. Anders East. Lee slash Bayou Bertha says 38-34 LSU. I like it. All right. Uh, we're going to take a final break while we do that. Y'all that are in here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Was, that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for the picks. That's some more. Ryan Thibodeau, 28-27 LSU. Tigers. Ooh, man, that's a nail biter. That's a butt clincher right there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, those of y'all that are here, send us, send us your predictions, and uh, we will close it out uh, with those. We'll be back right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes, sir. Do we got any more picks, Zach? Any more we picks? We do. Brandon Reese. Brandon Reese. 31-24 LSU. 31-24. I think we're all about the same area there. Yeah. I, I think, think it's going to be in the game in the 30s. I don't think we have any more picks right now. Guys, to wrap the show up, look, regardless of what happens tomorrow, in my opinion, I'm I'm content. If you go win nine games and get a 10th win in a bowl game, I'm super thrilled. Ten wins, first season, Brian Kelly, I'm pumped. Really pumped for the future. If you go win this game tomorrow, I'm through the moon. Holy cow. I'm through the moon. We're going. We're, I'll, we will be relentless. All you PK haters, we will be relentless. We're coming for it. We're coming for it. Man, it's great to have this conversation. It really is. At this point in the season, Brian Kelly's first year, it's incredible that we're talking about a chance to make it to Atlanta. We could be having this conversation and going, and going, you know, LSU just needs to make it competitive. LSU just needs to fight, you know, to try and prove themselves or whatever. But we're actually – Having a conversation about LSU winning this game. Yeah, absolutely. So it's exciting. Sit back. Enjoy it tomorrow. If you're going to be there, be loud. Bobby. Bobby. We expect you better be be loud. loud. Obnoxious. Make Death Valley what we know it can be. All right, guys. Appreciate all y'all joining in, commenting, giving us your predictions and whatnot and so forth. (laughs) And again, we apologize. For Bayou Bayou Bertha. Bertha. We don't know what happened there. But. Apparently, he's the devil's son, and he also has a deal Deal with with his dad. Deal with his father. Yeah. Appreciate you, Bayou Bertha. Appreciate (laughs) your appearance. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time to recap whatever transpires tomorrow night. We'll see you next time in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star here. Take us out.
Peace.